What is going down, everyone? It's episode 299. We're back from the National. We're going to do a little recap of the National. I think the word for me was love. Honestly, felt so much love. Community came out, showed us some, some lots of support, had a lot of fun. So we'll go into some of the things that we did at the National, as well as uh, some of the big cards that were pulled. Uh, we had our karaoke contest, so that's coming. Apologize for the lack of content last week from the audio standpoint. We had a lot of Instagram stuff. Uh, but we're also going to talk NT football, which is coming out next week. National Treasures football. Is Brock Purdy's RPAs? What's the price on those? So think about that, guys. That's a huge release in this hobby, especially with football on the horizon. Arch Manning card sells for $100,000. Is it worth it? I don't know. It's got the great pedigree. Also, one card to rule them all. Post Malone makes a big purchase, which is probably a small purchase for him, but buys a card for $2 million. That's crazy. We'll talk about all of that and more on today's episode of The Hype. But the National, man, what an event. It's a blur. My, my voice is about 70%. I think Cody's is about 20%. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. You sound like you've been just puffing the Marlboro Reds. (laughs) Non-filters. You got the Marlboro Reds. It was rolling them in the back. Um, You know what I should do? Bochy. There you go. That was the song that did it, by the way. That was for the people who were following us. Now I was going to do my Sam Elliott, like, Coors the Banquet Beer. Coors the Banquet Beer. The Banquet Beer, the dude. I can do a little (laughs) Sam Elliott for you now. But, uh, yeah, Cody did a, a, a rendition of uh, – uh, a lot of you guys left the party, the ones that were there. Uh, we did have the karaoke event uh, go another hour, and uh, there's about 15 people that were in for a treat. They watched me perform. They watched C-Rad, Gary, and, of course, Cody. And, uh, I mean, I actually – if I close my eyes, I actually thought Cher was in the building. Oh, that's that's so sweet of you. I don't know how you, know, you made your voice. Cher, what a – I mean, an absolute legend. So you know, to be to be put in the same sentence as uh, as a share about so many wonderful hits, uh, it, it really does mean a lot. Yeah, I mean, Thank and it's you. it's a definitely a better comparison than Sonny Bono. <laughs> but shout out to Joe Staley too, who's absolutely a madman on the content for us. And a lot of you guys got to meet him. He did his uh, under the sea to open the show. He's also a judge. Uh, also, we give another shout out to Sports Card Nonsense. Yeah. You can actually listen to our podcast that we did with them. Um, it's if you just listen to this one, you haven't listened to the other one. It's the one prior to this. If you're listening on Spotify or Google Play or any of those, um, so yeah, they were that that podcast was phenomenal. But we had Geo as a uh, judge for the karaoke contest, as well as Jesse was a participant. And um, so this was Thursday night. We'll start with Thursday night. We had our karaoke party. And um, we also had some special Mojo Collection gift boxes that I think was a big hit. And uh, just a lot of good times, good vibes. Uh, Try to not make it businessy, just more of an appreciation for you guys. So shout out to all you guys that went there. And uh, I know if you weren't able to be there, you got to try to make it to the next one that we're going to do. But just a lot of love in the room, a lot of excitement, a lot of entertainment, a lot of laughing, um, being able to meet you guys in person. Um, is why I kicked off the show with like it just felt the love. It was just great to kind of get the vibe and feel people's uh, enthusiasm for the hobby, enthusiasm for us that have been you know breaking for so many years, and it was a fantastic event. But uh, uh, props to Cody too, who uh, was the hostess with the mostest. I think was uh, you did a, f- a phenomenal job. Out Thank there. you. It was a lot of fun to do that, and I mean this genuinely because I know a lot of people who are listeners went to the party. So if you're listening to this, a huge thank you to you. Like we could not have made this uh, the event that we wanted to make it without you guys, and we had a great turnout, a really fun crowd. I was super into it. I think the biggest compliment for me was hearing from guys that you guys have known for years saying, it feels like what it did when we were here 12, 13 years ago, starting out, going out, having a good time, being friends and being friendly. And that's that was like a massive compliment. And then to have people throughout the entire weekend, like up till Sunday, coming up to our booth, man, that party, what a good time. It was the most fun I had all weekend. It was the fun, most fun thing I did all weekend. Um, when are you guys doing it again? I can't wait. So, uh, yeah, uh, all the planning that went into it behind the scenes to have that payoff was a huge, man. So it really, uh, it really, really meant a lot, I think, to, to everybody. I can speak to everybody. I think the most underrated – so we had a, we had a karaoke contest with eight folks. We actually added an eight one later, so uh, shout out to Sean. Um, but I think uh, – Sean pe- killed it. People man. in the beginning, I think we were a little bit tougher on the score, knowing that, like, you know, we can't give out – 
all of our wares at the beginning. So Chris Carlin kicked it off, and he did uh, uh, "Since You've Been Gone" in the style of Eddie Vedder, which I think was uh, it was, it was a great rendition. Um, Ivan came out with "Hips That Don't Lie." He didn't sing that song, but he did another one, "Bites the Dust." But he was he was shaking them Incredible hips. Moves. I think Joe Saley even commented on the caboose. He gave him an eight because it was either Mike or Geo that gave him an eight based on the caboose. Yeah. Um, that he was rocking there with the yellow shorts too, yellow shirt, shorts, blue shirt. <laughs> so shout out to Ivan. Um, Doug Plagans, I think, was the my favorite, but it was right at the end of the show. We actually just handed out three tens. Um, <laughs> so you know, I think Doug took the stage and it was like, it's a formality on who wins, but I'm going up here anyway. So uh, ever the professional, he went out there and he still sung his heart out, and and also had the backup creative decisions to sing that because it was about car card thing. Yeah, it did in Downtown so by yeah. uh, Petula Clark, and we talked about it afterwards. We need to have a Kaboom song. Um, but I think crowd work, I think uh, oh. Doug, Doug, was, Doug was the best. P-O-D, here comes the boom next year. I'm throwing it out there right now. Here comes Kaboom, ready or not. I like it. I think we, I think we used to use that for a drop at some point. Yep. I think, yeah. Or you could do Boom by Saliva as well. Yep. Maybe not as big of a song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everybody went up there. Adele, shout out to the Kansas collector who did uh, Hotline Bling. Uh, there was, uh, and I'm, I'm sorry if I missed some of you guys, but we had, um, who else was up there? We had, well, Sean Riley actually did uh, uh, Country Grammar, and right? He nearly, he nearly took the crown, the last minute edition, and he brought down the house. He could, he could have won if we didn't oh, give out those uh, tens. Uh, DA. Uh, Troy, Troy did Troy, uh, nothing yeah. but a good time. Yeah, yeah. Poison. That's great. It would, have been, it would have been a 10 for me right there. Yep. yep. And uh, we talked about it on their show. Uh, check out DA Cardwell, the chase. Uh, myself and, and Joe were on there uh, with, with the guys. I gave him a seven. I felt really bad about it uh, because he was wearing a Diamondback hat was my, was my reasoning. But my real reasoning was is I think he was like a rookie in the mix. And I think you needed to give a little bit harsher criticism so that he can come back next year prepared. Yeah. Yeah, going to come back swinging harder. He's going to come back. You know, we're going to get like a workout video of him like prepping for it, like a montage, and then he's going to come out doing, like. Doing poison is a, bold, is a bold, bold choice. Move. Next year, maybe he can do I respect Leopards, it. pour some sugar on me. Oh, yeah. yeah that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Um, Jesse did more than words by extreme. and. And, uh, you know, the voice of an angel, uh, somewhere between the mix of Fergie and Jesus out there, I think. Uh, got a little bit of harsh criticism from Mike, but uh, which was on par for on brand. Um, but I, I mean, I gotta say, I was trying to, as a judge, and me and C Rad uh, switched off a little bit. But uh, Joe Staley and Mike Geo uh, absolutely bringing the bringing the, the the comedy on the judging. It was it was it was hilarious. I, I was crying a lot of the time. So um, you can catch those videos out at uh, you know on our Instagram, and I think we're even editing um, some more. But uh, Cody, first time in Chicago, uh, you know, so, and you know, we don't want to spend too much time on the national because, you know, how much segment of the hobby really went there? Probably five, ten percent of the hobby. So, you know, a lot of people were going to try to bring it to right. them, but I would say, you know, a lot of people didn't go. So they're like, hey, let's talk about some cards. But what were you? What were your thoughts? If you could sum up the national, what what, what did you get from it? Massive. Uh, I I would say one. Uh, if you have never been. Uh, th I would say after experiencing this version of it, you know, going to Atlantic City last year was a great. I was way. like, how do you compare it to Atlantic City? I, I know, yeah, gonna... it was nice to get you get my feet wet in Atlantic City, but boy, oh boy, I mean, this was just, you know, no disrespect to the good folks who put that show on there. I had a great time, but this to me was miles better. This was what everybody had told every, you know, everybody who's never been to Chicago, like, oh no, 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 it's Chicago. That's the one. That's the one. Okay. And it, it absolutely agree. It was the venue, what you can do there, what uh, the more people come there. It's clearly, and I mean, it was by now, everybody's probably heard the most attended national of all time is what we're hearing. Did we get a head count? Like an actual I don't know sold? If, I, I, yeah. I, heard, I heard people like floating that it was like around 100,000. Yeah, I think which would we be have heard 100. Actually, if you go back maybe 2015, I believe. It was generally around fifty thousand people over over Crazy. the whole span of the show, so we've doubled. Well, they opened up. I mean, that whole other side, which a lot of people didn't get to. I think they had tag over there that whatnot had like some kind of drop thing over there. So it was like usually the Breaker Pavilion is where the, the it ends. They opened up that whole other hangar and had more booths, and it was. 
I didn't even get a chance to really walk around too much with everything that I was doing. I did walk through that boot, that area a little bit, but it was just massive, massive amount of, uh, of boots and people. And uh, I think you were there for the uh, Friday was, uh, in my opinion, the busiest day. Um, Saturday, I thought was going to be even bigger, but it, it was kind of dying down on Saturday. And then obviously Sunday was really dead. But um, Friday, uh, Friday was like peak, which is crazy. I, I guess people don't work on Friday, you know. But everybody got out We're on taking, Friday. I think also the, all of the out-of-town folks are there. That's where their vacation begins, maybe got in Thursday night. So I, I, I noticed, yeah, it was more, more, much more of the people there on vacation were there for Friday. Compare, um, so you were you were in Atlantic City last year, Cody. Mm. You went to Panini Had. They didn't have it this year, but they had the NFT oh, yeah. VIP party, yeah. which they did not do this year. But you did go to last year's panini vip party in atlantic city and you went to this year's panini vip party uh <laughs> compare the difference which which one did you like better oh c already smiling yeah. so he was like hmm, i wonder which one he's gonna say uh the he's one biased yeah the one that had some cool ski ball and or the one that had literally big boy from outcast <laughs> performing all right take out outcast take out big boy being there okay uh honestly this one the venue was I, I think the venue was better uh yeah it was a bit of a of a, of a drive but whatever that's fine and actually it was nice for us uh you know a few of us gary uh our guy long arms we decided afterwards we're like well we're already in downtown we spent the whole time at the party which was an amazing venue uh great food drink the concert obviously blew our minds uh but it's like hey we're literally five minutes from downtown let's just go hang out downtown so that was nice to sort of a after party afterwards so yeah just I, it kind of also felt like they combined the two parties from last year with the nft party having the big concert and then this one having uh this concert which of course yeah big boy from Outcast, the, the, i mean there was definitely so. better athletes at the atlantic city one i mean right joe montana was there so that was my dream uh one of my dream people to meet of course uh, this one had. Do, key. do we have like a list of athletes that were there? Because I only saw Ed Reed and Ty Law. Ed Reed was Keyshawn, there. Keyshawn I didn't Johnson, know. T I Johnson. actually didn't know Ty Law was there. Yeah, we didn't see. That was the thing. It's like once Big Boy played, I think everybody just went there and watched that. And and these guys, I think, were probably contracted to be there around the same time. Yeah. So it was like, uh, got a great video of uh, Ed Reed kind of hyping up the crowd and. The, the the VIP party they had uh, the if you had a super VIP we had a little back bar area and then the regular VIP didn't but then there was a uh, like right by the stage there was like couches and it was like only for super VIPs so we I was one and so was Joe and it's just depending on what package you buy more product to get the super VIP anyways they started performing and I was like what's going on it's kind of awkward that there's like six of us by the front stage. And then Ed Reed, like, let's get up there, like, ripped it. And then everybody was, which was way better because I think even for a big boy, he's like, why am I going to be performing for people and have, like, a 30-foot distance from when it they're going to see me? It feel good. It doesn't feel as good. So it worked out where everybody got pushed to the front of the stage. But, yeah, I think they definitely budgeted. The, the location was probably one of the nicest ones I had seen, even though it was in the kind of the boondocks. Even, even in uh, all the Chicago ones we've yeah. been to? Yeah, I mean, maybe besides Soldier Field, but, you know. It was a huge location. Didn't seem full because of how big it was. I didn't even get over to where the video games were. They did that again. Yeah, um, it was cool. And they, had the, and they had the fight on and everything, as there was a couple of really big fights that night. So it was cool that they and had the that all set up. Of food, and, yep, and sushi, burgers. burgers, all that stuff. Diplo yeah, played, yeah. but uh, it was kind of like eh. it was like after Big Boy. I was like, you know what it was? It was uh, clearly like the demographic in there. Like think of the age, like the, probably the average age. Of people there, it's all like we're either kids or in high school, ranging from that or maybe beginning of college or whatever. When Outcast was big, so of course that's the one that everyone gravitated to. Whereas Diplo is more modern, and some of the I noticed, I saw it. I'm like, it's clearly some of the more younger, some of the younger folks here were the ones gravitating towards Diplo. But yeah, of course, Big Boy was the one that it it, it like hit every single demo right there because we're all in that age range where that was I'm like the music we're listening to. Big Boy to. did all outcast songs uh he did like four or five solo songs okay um but yeah majority outcast yeah and the ones that weren't too andre 3000 heavy of course that weren't yeah. uh couldn't like get he, him down there huh like they didn't do uh <laughs> they didn't do roses couldn't of could not get pack his kept pack up his didgeridoo in time could not do that i mean 
that would because they they don't really perform live anymore. They haven't like performed group, right? live. They haven't performed together in over a decade. I mean, that would have been ridiculous if Panini actually got them back. To we like, were talking like, about it. Like, what if there was a reunion here? I mean, in his big no boy way. from no Chicago. Way. No, Atlanta. Atlanta. They're all Atlanta. They're, okay. they're both Atlanta based. It's Panini party. <laughs> in, interesting. It, I mean, I would have thought that they would have just geographically probably would have focused on getting somebody who was from Chicago. But yeah, they, but no, not a lot. A lot of big. Could have got R. Kelly. Maybe. Well, there's some, oh, maybe some get R. Kelly ones. on like a little like a one day thing. Yeah, I think he's think he's uh think he's think he's a little busy yeah, being you know a, locked away of, for being a, lot a terrible person. There's, 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 there's a lot of artists from Chicago. I'm locked right? up. They won't <laughs> well, let you know what's crazy is the top two guys I can think of are what you just mentioned and Kanye. I'm like, yeah, no, neither of the guys are gonna fly. How about the like the band Chicago? Hard to say I'm sorry. Oh man, they yeah. could do a redemption song and be that, like, "Hard to say I'm that, sorry." Uh, that is not gonna, that's not going to hit the demographic. No, oh, the vintage that, dealers would have been swooping them up, dude. Yeah, they but they're have. probably not the VIP. Program. And also, isn't <laughs> it one of those? They're kind of one of those weird zombie bands, right? Where it's like half of the band is from original members, and like the rest are all don't guys. They have Satara's like, not they, there anymore. Don't they he? have like 18 people in the band. Don't they yeah. have a full horn section. I don't. I don't know if Satara. No, I don't know. Everybody, I'm, I'm so confused. They're kind of like the Beach Boys, too, where it's like it's a zombie band. It's like it's Mike Love and a bunch of guys you don't know. Basically. You know, and it's it, it, and back to the national as we're getting close to running any of these next segments here. Um, I know that I know that the, the, the one thing was like, let's talk about the weather. You know, I mean, it was like I felt like on Twitter, I was like at the grocery store and I ran into somebody that was just like, let's talk about how hot it is today. It was hot. Um, it was hot. I mean, you know, you can't you can't have God calm down the, uh, you know, the, the weather for the for the event. But, uh, you know, the, the AC did break. It was hot. It was the, the AC broke on, on Friday, but they fixed it the next day. I don't know how quickly you can get somebody to fix half the building. It was warm. Yeah, it was. We were sweating a little bit, but that was like the biggest complaint I think uh, at the national was was the heat. There was really no other really complaining besides your normal like. Oh, this guy's cards were away above comps and all that other stuff, which I didn't really experience much because I didn't really walk around too much. Yeah. Uh, but um, I didn't really hear a lot of complaints about s people getting silver packs. I didn't really hear, hear complaints about people getting the, the chrome packs. There was obviously the card collector two point, the super fractor that was, uh, you know, people are like, oh, well, loaded, loaded. They loaded them up, blah, 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 blah. Super blah. fractor of what? Corbin it was Carroll. out of the chrome promo packs, a super fractor auto of Corbin Carroll for a promo video. Oh, The nice. tops gave him the packs up. Nice. My opinion, if you're going to have card collector and juice card collector up, you're not going to give them the best card. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, you know, be on the team of that. I, I, I do agree that the optics don't look good, but I think it was just total random luck because if they're going to pack out the packs, they're going to make sure he has something good, but they're not going to make sure he has the best card in the run. So, yeah. um, other than that, I mean, we did the Fanatics live on stage. That was amazing. Uh, I got to meet Michael Rubin, Rubin for like five seconds, which was cool. Um, mm -hmm. We did 0304 on the Fanatics live stage with a crowd, which was uh, awesome. It was pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, we didn't pull a LeBron, but we did pull a card that was harder to pull than LeBron, Bro, even though that, it's not worth That whole setup, and this just this was just a reminder of how much money is behind Fanatics. Like, I felt like I was on an ESPN set. Yeah. Like, we oh, had yeah. a producer, dude. Like I'm We have a producer right now. Like a... <laughs> yeah, you're right. Or you're you're right. You're right. But we had a, we had we had multiple producers, I should say. We had a guy that was gonna tell us how much time we had left. We had a guy that was yeah, makeup guy. Yeah. Did you guys actually? No, we didn't no, no, actually. No, no. 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 <laughs> you know what's funny is I actually was expecting, half expecting a makeup guy. Yeah, I was, was like that setup for know, sure. I mean, if you're doing pro, but yeah, that, pro, that was pro. a that was a such a fun experience. And then like the live crowd was there, and then you can hear us. In the crowd, and also obviously you guys were watching on the stream. You can hear us in the stream, um, fine. So like I was like, wow, this is awesome. You know what my main takeaway, you know, kind of going playing off of what Sierra was saying there with fanatics, is compare it to last year. And I'm sure you guys have had more experience at nationals, but it is kind of like the like a you know to to use a modern phrase, it's like a glow up for the national here. Like this is we said it last year. Has this industry gotten too big for a place like Atlantic City? And when I was there in Chicago this year, I'm like. Absolutely, yep. it has. It's gotten too big for a place. Was there like any uh, any broken limbs? Wasn't there somebody? Who no, got a couple hurt? people passed out. Wasn't there somebody the who got hurt by that somebody was throwing packs out at the whatnot stage? I heard about that. I heard we were yeah, told heard not that. to do. We were, yeah, well, Je 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 when we were doing our podcast at the 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 VIP Ludix 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 Ludix, Ludix. Ludix. yeah, Hobbs Ludix, Ludix, not Ludix. 
they had uh, sports card nonsense had these little circle stickers. <laughs> I, I heard that, I, that, that look like that look like coasters, and he and he flung one out. Jesse flung one out in the crowd, and that would have hurt somebody if it would have hit somebody. He nearly he nearly took a guy's eye out. I like, mean, it uh, flew. You can hear on the like podcast. Around and we're oh, like, I heard oh, it. we can't I heard do that. It. Yeah, can't really do that one. Um, yeah, that was that. That was that was the extent of that. Um, for me, it was a lot of podcasts, uh, a lot of onstage stuff, a lot of meetings with fanatics. And I'll tell you guys what, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit. You know, we've been dealing, and I'm no disrespect to any of these guys uh, that that were there before, but uh, fanatics and their executives have really taken the time to pull our business aside and a lot of other businesses like ours to get feedback on on what they could do to make things better, what products sell. I mean, I was sitting in there with the with the CEOs and then we were talking about like, what do you think of the products? What could we do better? And I'm not going to necessarily say like Panini has been responsive to that. I think the old guard of tops didn't seem to care. It was a lot of just let's sell to distributors and get their feedback because their distributors are their biggest customers, but their distributors weren't opening products at the time. So, I mean, being able to kind of communicate with them, not only with the fanatics live platform, but with some of their products and saying, Hey, this is what worked. This is what didn't. And, and they may not hear me. They may not change it, but they're willing to listen I think it was a big takeaway, and, and I think that's a good thing for the hobby is that they want to make products compelling for you guys. They have a lot of money to spend. They want you to appreciate what they're doing. So um, I know the, they're like the big giant in the room, and, and it's easy to hate uh, uh, somebody that's borderlining on the Monopoly game, but I think the willingness to listen and learn was 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 great on the, on the, on the business side of things, but... Uh, back to just feeling the love. We do appreciate all you guys, man. Yeah. I mean, it was like <clears throat> C-Ride was only out there for a couple days, but he was the star of the show. And um, uh, Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to add really quick because I've been to three Chicago NCCs in a row now. Um, and this year, even though I was the same amount of time there this year as I was two years ago, um, I because of our party too, specifically because of our party, I got to meet so many more people, our customers of ours, listeners of our podcast. And that was the best experience of the national for me, yeah. um, meeting everybody. And I got to meet so much more people. And a lot, so many people, like Dakota was saying, was came through the booth and just wanted to say hi. Yeah. That was amazing. And for those that um, we didn't get to see, I know I tried to make myself available at the booth as, as much as I could. But, um, you know, we were, we were having to do other things around the national uh, with other companies. So, you know, we appreciate all you guys more than you know. I mean, it's, uh, it literally left there with my heart full, you know, like going, man, it was so great. We need to do this more often. Like it's once a year that we get to do this, but, um, hopefully maybe, maybe, maybe fanatics events will have one like the halfway point or something that everybody goes to as well. But, um, it was a great experience overall. Looking forward to next year. Not looking forward to Cleveland, but uh, <laughs> it's got to be better. I wish Atlantic you could go to bed. It's got to be not, better. Yeah. There ain't nothing wrong with Cleveland. Cleveland. I will tell you right Cleveland now, I, rocks. I will, not, I will not rock the Airbnb in Cleveland again because, yeah. I mean, Cleveland's a proper. That's a proper big city. You know, yeah, it's got it, big city. The, stuff. the national will not be in proper. Right. Like downtown Cleveland. Well, that's it's, the thing. Yeah, the the national in Cleveland. There's no hotels like right next to it. Uh, How far? It, it, it's not too far. A couple miles, I think. So we should get our orders in early. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That somebody was saying there are those hotels are already sold out, but I don't think they're on the block yet, which would be crazy if they were. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's a Weird. year out. That's yeah. So weird. I saw something on Twitter. Hey, MGK is from there. I, well, I know. I remember I was singing his songs back then, and like <laughs> before he got into punk. Uh, last time we were there, we had that Airbnb, and I was playing some Cle that Cleveland song, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, not, not a great location, um, but, you know, the hobby makes it happen, regardless if we're in a mansion or a shack. Everybody comes together and shows love. So, <laughs> I mean, Cleveland's not the shack. I think Atlantic City's the shack, yeah, but maybe the yeah. apartment. Let's, you know, Cle <laughs> Cleveland's got some, Cle Cleveland got some Cleveland, stuff. Like, last time we were there was fine. It was, it yeah. was, it was fine. The only, the only drawback was, was the location. I mean, our Airbnb, our Airbnb was relatively close. Yeah. But, wasn't too far, but, but we lost. But we, but we lost running water. I was. Did I tell? I was talking about the water bath to somebody. I don't know. Was it on the podcast? I don't remember. You've, you've talked about it on the podcast. On on different a, podcasts. It was on a podcast. Yeah. No, but I mean, at the national, I was telling somebody about it. I can't remember, but I was telling somebody about your water bath. Oh, um, it was a water shower. First off, I, was, I just shower. got. I just had to <coughs> buckets of water. Did just oh, actually, like bottled, bottled water? bottles of water. Oh my. I right, mean, the other option. That's, that's the other. The other option was be stinky. Yeah. Well, or and it's humid, man. It's humid. It's humid there. 
So very humid. So, so it's humid you need, in Chicago you need, too. You need the you need those uh, that running water that shower. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, right before we get into the next segment of uh, new releases, uh, some of the big cards that were pulled at the national. We'll briefly go through these. Uh, we also did a great check it out on Pullwax's YouTube or on our Instagram. Um, it was a, like a last minute thing. So Joe Joe Staley's buddy was there, new in the hobby, had some money to spend on some cases. He had his kid and his kid's cousin. And he's like, I want to make this memorable. What should I buy? And we were going through finding stuff. We found 12-13 Immaculate, which is you know a loaded double rookie class for basketball. And there we heard that the Kobe logo man has not been pulled. So we're like, we'll get that. We also got uh, Case of 2020 Flawless. We were going to go back to the hotel and film it. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to call up my buddy Mike from Polwax and say, I know he had a booth. He had a whole camera crew with him. I'm like, let's do that. Let's see what we can do to collab together. So he brought in uh, Card Collector 2. And then Adam Lefko came in. Um, the kids got to rip. Joe was ripping as I knocked that out because I'm so excited. And it's just hobby unity. Breakers that are competing against each other but realize that it's for a bigger cause. And the event was absolutely fantastic. You can catch those videos of what we pulled. There was some massive pulls. There was a massive amount yeah, of excitement. That was fun. Um, just watching the 12-13 case get busted, um, pulling the Curry Auto. Uh, that was fantastic. Uh, Corbin Carroll, uh, Superfractor base out of Topps Chrome was pulled. Corbin Carroll, uh, Superfractor out of the promo packs was pulled. Uh, somebody opened, I think it was 0506, had a Jordan Limited logos. Gotta be that Jordan. Uh, that was huge. Dang, and I believe yeah. somebody also busted Exquisite Courier and got a Curry Auto. Oh, so, really? yeah. Jeez. Which was like that. kind of a collegiate. It's still a big card, but yeah. it's, uh, it's one of the top Curry rookies to get besides... National Treasures, Exquisite, which right. they had National Treasures cases for 150 grand the Curry year. That's it. That's it. They also had Exquisite cases at 500k. O three o four. O three o four. I was gonna call you. Cases. Well, I was gonna see if you wanted to do that. You know, just for take content. a mortgage out on the business. Yeah. yeah. You can't. I don't think you can take the guy at the booth on businesses, but whatever. The, the guy. Yeah, the, I get what you're saying. The guy at the booth. <laughs> shout out to Blowout. Was like, there's guaranteed a LeBron autograph in here. Every case has a LeBron on it. <clears throat> I thought it was either LeBron or – That's what I thought too, but he's like – But yeah. he's like, LeBron is guaranteed. Because I always, I always heard it's either LeBron or no, Jordan. No, I'm pretty sure it's – I'm pretty sure he was misinformed. I'm pretty sure it's Hey, LeBron. hey, well, if there's, no Jordan, if there's no LeBron, you can take it back. After you open it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> – I don't think they're taking I'm that pretty, thing back. I, that was blowout, right? If he says it. That was blowout, so I'm pretty sure Tom, <laughs> Tom would it. probably have to come over and uh, have a little discussion about that. Well, before you open it, it'd be like, Tom, your guy said – LeBron is in here. Could you imagine opening a five hundred thousand dollar box, three boxes? That'd be insane. But I, it was insane when it was five hundred dollars a box back in the day. If there's a LeBron in there, then you're basically saying there's a LeBron rookie auto in every single case. Right. Well, it, and and I, it I may not be an RPA. And I've talked, and you know who I've talked to, and he he basically was like, you either got a LeBron or a Jordan or a Jordan. Well, all right, let's, uh, let's uh, also make sure you guys check out our Fanatics Lives. We're on the app. Right now it's only available for iPhone, iOS, but it's coming to Android, also going to be available on the web. Uh, make sure you download it. It is now open to the public, so make sure you get on there and follow us because we're doing all kinds of crazy things on there. Also go to mojobreak.com if you prefer to get your teams and breaks and uh, everything that we always do. We're doing that as well, but um, Fanatics Lives has been pretty fun for us. All right, enough about national talk. We're going to have to wait till next year in Cleveland. Hopefully, we'll see you guys there, and we'll run another awesome karaoke event and see if uh, the young guy can pull it off again. We'll see. I think he defend his crown. But anyways, we've got some releases coming out. We've got a big one coming out. I uh, wanted to highlight National Treasures Football 2022 is coming out Wednesday. You can catch us on the Fanatics live app as well. Um, right now, only available for iOS. But you can grab your teams for our first case. We're also going to be doing randoms. Uh, there's going to be huge giveaways and bounties and stuff like that. So make sure you download the Fanatics live app. It is awesome. Lots of fun on that app. And get your team into National Treasures. Uh, what do you think? Is this the – did Panini kind of stumble into – a perfect time to release national treasures with mini camps and everything going on and a hype starting to build on football. Cause I know it was supposed to release in July and it's gotten pushed back, but I think actually in their favor, I think this is going to work out for them. What do you think Dan? Um, well, we're at that time where we're having crossovers in years, right? So 2023, we're starting to see not just the collegiate stuff, but the licensed product come out. I think we've had a couple of them so far and now we have national treasures uh, 
you know, it's a great time to be a football collector because you can go back and collect the 2022 rookie class if you're into it. But you can also look forward to the 2023 rookie class. National Treasures doesn't really matter where when it comes out. People want it. They crave it. They need it. It doesn't matter what your name is. Uh, you know, score came out as well, um, which is score is score. It's a great lower end product with a chance of some autographs. Uh, but to highlight national treasures, obviously there is one guy, probably the favorite to win MVP this year, cleared to play, good to go. Brock Purdy, your MVP for 2023. You know, and I, I'm glad you brought up Brock Purdy because I'd like to sit here and talk about the future of Trey Lance and uh, what, what the night, what the Niners are. You guys admit it, admit it, admit it. He's a bust, right? Well, I mean, if if Niner fans are jumping on the Brock train and stoked that he's ready to go, admit that maybe the worst draft pick in 49ers history. Well, here's what uh, I got to say. I mean, look what you gave up for him. Here's what look I got to say. Up and Sullivan yes. Thomas would like a word. Yeah, here, here's. I yeah. don't. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. Here's what I got to say I mean, about he Trey Lance. Like here's what I got to say. And I know Cody's probably got his opinion on it, but I want to insert my opinion real quick here. Trey Lance, I believe, will be a good pro and live up to the potential, but he's not ready now. And the Niners have a ticking time clock of their window of, we've got six guys in the PFF top 50. I don't think the Rams have one. So we have six guys in the PFF top 50. We're not going to be able to continue uh, to pay these guys. I believe we have three. Maybe you have three. Okay, well, you don't have six. Um, And your boy, your boy, Nicky B, Nick Bosa, he ain't, he ain't practicing. It's he ain't right. coming he in a training camp. He wants that money. He doesn't. And he this doesn't is where it all comes crashing down as Niner fans. You got to pay these players. Oh, and this is the beginning of the end. You guys had a heck of a run, but back to mediocrity. Well, the, welcome, uh, the, welcome. The reporters like to sensationalize the story. It does. He doesn't need to practice right now. You know, he's him? gonna get paid. I met his agent over the week, so me and Cody had a nice talk with his agents. So I mean, they were confident. Um, allegedly, you know, don't put me on, don't put me on NBC Bay Area for this one. Um, you know, we're not talking about a story that's 15 years old. We're talking about more of a current one. So don't put me on there. But that's it. It's good. We're good. Oh, Both so he's gonna be in. so he's not worried about his contract. Nah, he already said it. But the the reporters want to say not worried because he's not showing up to practice. He's like, I love this franchise so much. I'll play for free. Is do that? You, did he say that? Do you want to put Miles on that body right now? You got to get ready for the long season. So why why even practice? He doesn't need it. He's probably practicing himself. Um, Cody, what's your opinion on before we move on to Trey, Trey Lance? Does Trey Lance continue to be a 49er? <laughs> what should collectors do with Trey Lance cards currently? I think you should still hold on to them. Obviously, I mean selling right now. I mean you're going to be taking a loss, even if you bought low. I think at this point, but. The window closed after they cleared Brock, I right? Don't I don't mean, think any windows are closing. I think last year just better proved everything. Hobby value. Sam Darnold, Trey Lance. Uh, I mean, I am more a believer in Lance, but I think if you're talking purely value, Darnold. Just purely value. I don't believe in him more than I believe in Lance. Call but. me crazy, and you're going to agree with me on this, which we don't usually agree too often. Number two is Darnold. It's got to be. The guy's got the experience. The guy comes in in a so game it situation. Goes back to my point. Uh, worst draft pick in 49ers I history. still am. If we're talking third-string quarterback right now. I, I have echoed this sentiment all offseason long. Last year proved that all it takes is one, two. It, it, it can happen. The, cat, the worst can happen, and it did last year. All it takes is that. It takes one injury, and frankly, I would rather have Trey Lance under center if, if Brock goes down. Heck, I'm still you not convinced over, about Brock. I'm over, not. You want him? You want him convinced? You you want him over Sammy D? Yes. The the vet who's been around for the a handful of years. Who's done what? The vet who's done what? And I just as much as Trey played Lance. in a lot more football games than Trey Lance. Like, I that's I, what I'm I saying. I think Trey's ceiling is obviously way farther than Sam Darnold. But if you're putting him in a game situation, and God forbid that Brock Purdy gets hurt again, but if you're in ga- week eight of the season and you're seven and one, probably eight and zero at that point, and 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 he goes down, you're one a guy that's seen some football action. The amount of times that Sam Darnold's seen some football action, Sam Darnold has had some bad OCs. Sam Darnold's had not a lot of receivers. 
Um, Sam Darnold has all the tools in the toolbox right now and has seen a lot of NFL action for the last five years. So that's it. If you're if you're the see if you're the Texans and you're expected to win like three or four games, you start Trey Lance. But if you're the Niners and you're expected Super Bowl or bust, you can't go with a project guy right now. A project guy could be good in five years. That's all I'm saying. So there, there's no chance of a Brock Purdy sophomore slump. There's, I think there's a very, I think there's a very decent chance of whoa. this. Whoa, I mean, Cody, I and I've always known you've been a you're you're a Charger fan at heart. So this is no, this is a now, fun now, and exciting this is a fun now, and exciting conversation we're having. You you've taken your Homer hat on. You put on your your Charger bolts. <laughs> I own no bolts. I own no thunderbolts. Look, I know. I'm sorry to throw cold water on the 49ers I season. It. I love this conversation. I still think they're going to be one of the elite teams in the NFL, but I also <laughs> think yeah, he's Mr. Irrelevant for a reason, man. It was a great run, but also I, I, I kind of to what Dan said last year, you throw almost anybody in there, you're probably going to get something out of them. I think there's also last year the element of surprise was a big element, uh, was a big part of the success. The element of Nobody knows who this guy is, and you're throwing him into a finely tuned offensive machine with Kyle Shanahan's also, 49ers. Which got better in the I offseason. also think that if you are a defensive coordinator and you're prepping for a game plan against a quarterback like Trey Lance, and then you get Brock Purdy thrown in there, your game plan is going to have to change. And I don't think they had eight the, weeks to prepare. The, for I don't him. think He's the defensive coordinators, the I don't think they did their due diligence except for the Eagles. They did their due they diligence. If you're, if you're throwing, they did they, not get lucky. They, they hurt him. They, they out, they outplayed. They, they outplayed. hurt him in the first series of the game. How did the, that's getting lucky? He got hurt. If you're it's throwing the, the but, but Brock yeah. Purdy is there because he was next man up. He the was. Niners had another. They had another quarterback. He went in there. He also got hurt. I get that. That is a bad break. But you cannot say without a doubt the Niners would have won that game. The Eagles were the better team, better record. When he was in there, he had the best quarterback rating in the entire NFL over Pat Holmes. So is that lucky? That's just lucky. It's lucky. I, I, it's a, I think you put a lot of quarterbacks in that system, and I think they're going to have – the best stats they've ever had. In Josh career. Johnson did not look great back there. Josh so. Johnson, I, I think you give him more time under center. I think the result is for the season. Is He's thirty eight. He same. hasn't had that much time under center. Not when not in not in the Niners' offense. I mean, dude, honestly, He's like been on I don't the team know three why times. we question that. Like the Niners obviously saw something in Josh Johnson to bring him in. However many times they brought him in. Well, I want to bring this back into actually talking about National Treasures, and we get a little bit of a pass on this podcast for talking Bay Area because National Treasures is highlighted by Brock Purdy. You can also say Kenny Pickett as well. But I want to ask you guys predictions. First NTRPA, number to 99, what is the price? What is the uh, estimate? Of, of which player? Brock, uh, Purdy? Brock. Brock Purdy. Do we know if it's live? Uh, I mean, all, all of the all of the uh, promo material is showing it live, but that we don't be, know. Yeah, the only thing I can tell this is a midnight that we're seeing here on the screen. But that it could almost be, that, looks like that could a be, sticker. But that could be a mock-up as well. Yeah, exactly. It almost looks like it could be a sticker. Uh, we don't know if he's live, but regardless, okay, just maybe keep the fact that it's a fifty percent chance it's live. It's not live. What do you think his number to ninety-nine RPA, true RPA, not the midnight one? The one that's going to look similar to the Olave on the screen, but not a shield. What do we think it goes for? Uh, I think it's going to go for like six grand. Jeez, no, it's crazy. No, it's all probably six grand. Probably a little. Uh, I, 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 I mean, be on. I mean, uh, really, guys. I mean, he's the guy. And he's you, the only guy. Think, I'm not saying call, it's going to go what for. What do you think a Cody ton Pickett's going to go for? Kenny Pickett. Less God, than Brock dude, Man, Probably if I call, less. how I many know. times have I called Kenny Pickett it's Cody Pickett? It's been a whole Pickett? year. A whole year. But a whole year. Forever Cody Pickett. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know the exact number, but I'm just going to say, what did the Mac, What did the first Mac Jones go for? What were the Mac Joneses going Stupid. for? It, six yeah. figures. Yeah, so, yeah. Different it's time, not going to be six Way figures. Way different time. Um, mm, I think it'll go for at least five figures for sure. I don't know. 10, 15? Is that, uh, that that's what I was yeah, on wait, board with? Okay, so wait a second. Fif I said, 10 to 15. I said, I said six grand. Yeah. And you guys, like, yeah, no, no, no. blew that's your I, top, and then no. you come in at like $4,000 more. You yeah, act like that's it was only 4K be, more. You got, you got, we doubled yeah, your price. No, you guys act like I basically was like, 
a hundred thousand dollars off what you guys were gonna say. Uh, six grand, I'm in the ballpark. Yeah, it's, it's a, six grand. I very well could be. You're on the low end. Absolutely dead on. You're on the low. I'll end. buy. I them, mean, I'll buy them for five thousand. Believe me. No, I said um, six grand. Well, you're looking at five grand. Car, uh, courtesy of Card Ladder here, I'm looking at some some higher sales. A one of one uh, Brock Purdy Iowa State. Uh, one of one went for thirteen thousand. Uh, the highest sale right now is the finite black signed prism auto that went for twenty four thousand. So that's the uh, highest sale on record on card ladder. I and you know what? And I know the market different with when the Mac Joneses were out there, but I will say the wild card here is very similar to what Select last year. Uh, it's funny we were saying, oh man, the Select XRCs was made it really different, really unique right before the season. It's, uh, I mean, this might be a data reference now, but he's saying, hey, NT's saying, oh, hold my beer. How about NT right before preseason begins? You want to talk about a time where these card values could hit the absolute peak of their potential power here. It is right now in this exact moment. So I would probably take the over on whatever it is, whatever it may be, six to ten okay. grand. Okay. I would take the over on most big rookie RPA. Fair, fair. Take. Okay. Let's go big. NT Shield RPA Brock Purdy. Oh goodness. Oh, goodness. Easily six. Six figures, right? Easily six. Six figures. Easily six. You mean a hundred thousand dollars? Yes. yes, at least. Man minimum. You guys what what, because what, of the what t- month are we in? But it's also the timing. Is it, is it, the timing. Is it 420? It's the timing. Is of it 420? Because dude, you guys are high. Hey, it is <laughs> it is again. If this was if this was actually April of this year, I don't know if I would say six figures. Because the season's long gone and we're way and we have a long time until the new season. But training camp is here. The, 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 shield, the man's the throwing. Probably sell I twenty twenty four grand. My goodness. I'll buy it at that, too. <laughs> Hit me up on my cell phone. Uh, look, I think I would say on the Late low night, end. You need to sell a Brock Purdy. And the, in the I mean, 65 okay, to 70 okay, range. So low have, end, 65 to 70. The, the 2023 rookie crop coming in of new rookies. You guys cannot deny this statement that. A much better QB class. Much better QB class. Yeah. Much better rookie class. Without question. But so, there's two. There's there's the manufacturer wars in this one either, as well. So. I get it, but you're still going to have cards, regardless autographed or not, of every single rookie in 2023. Rookie quarterbacks are going to have cards in every single product. Right, but there will not be NTRPAs of Levis, Young, yeah. and Stroud. But now there could, but, there's going to be Shields, of course. Yeah, but like we make that statement like that is in fact 100% certainty we don't know we can't foresee what happens in the future there very well could be NTRPAs we don't know we're just assuming what we're looking at right now that there will not be which is probably the safe bet to assume but there's still going to be cards there's still going to be tons of cards of these rookies and I think what we're going to see is that the collectors are going to qu- shift real quick to the 2023 rookie class heading into training camp. And unfortunately, the 2022 class, not as strong. People are going to kind of forget and they're going to move on. Well, you have some good situations that happened in the offseason for these guys. You've got you've got Aaron Rodgers on the Jets now throwing to the rookie of the year, Garrett Wilson. You've got Derek Carr throwing to Chris Olave. You know, you've got. Uh, Seattle had a hell of a draft, so you've got Kenneth Walker back healthy. You've got the Texans with Damian Pierce, who's going to have our – and I'm talking about these are all 2022 guys that are going to probably have a big preseason moment, going to have a big first-week moment that is going to help this because as it sits right now, the cards of Bryce Young, Levis, all those guys are in the lower end phase of the release calendar. So, yeah, there will be some hype, no doubt. But what, what sell? What sells? What positions? You just named off a lot of less unless those players learn how to become an elite quarterback in the league, there will be value with those players, but they're not going to touch quarterback level. Okay. Values. Well, here's a good question for you. Which quarterbacks do we care about in the 2022 2022 rookie class? Brock Purdy. Okay. Kenny Pickett. Okay. 
the only guy I think that Sam can break Howell. through. Sam, Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Yeah, sure. Uh, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, Ritter I think, yeah, is the Ritter. only guy that can break So there's through. four right there that's competing there's with four, the other four. but, like, those – I don't think we – one of those one of those quarterbacks may take that leap and be a premier quarterback Let's, in the league. But the hype going into 2023 is there were four quarterbacks that are what people would consider – out of the gate, tier two quarterbacks in the league. Here's a test. Where would Hendon Hooker rook? Where would Hendon Hooker rank in the 2022 rookie QB class? He would. Pro- un- he'd probably be number one. No, no. I was. I was. No, like, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I'm taking. I'm taking. Take. Let's go. Preseason, going into the season. Let's say. Oh, oh. I'm, okay. I'm saying. I'm saying. Let's take. Let's. Yeah, where we're I don't at disagree. Right now. Okay, fine. Yeah. So. Well, Hooker, Hooker would have been the top quarterback that everybody yeah. would have been going for. And even still, I think he'd be especially be on the line. He'd too. be a very close. He'd be top three easily. I think he's easily the third I, guy I, without and, question. And there's a, like yeah. a hot after lot a of, lot, lot of hype. That I'm saying right. he gets drafted. He's not injured. He gets the starting job for the Lions. Now, that's a lot of what ifs and a lot of things that did not happen. But I think we could. The, the point being, we can agree that the guy who is what the fifth guy. In the current would have been QB the class, num- uh, I feel would have been preseason hype leading into last season would have been the number one guy that everybody was chasing. Yeah, I mean, it but, would have been him and Pickett. And Pickett. The yeah. prices uh, do reflect uh, Sam Howell's prices are pretty high. I mean, I think the, what the Commanders just barely missed the playoffs last year um, with with what? Who was their quarterback? With, it a, was, with a weak wild card. It was uh, yeah. Heineke was I on Heineke. a run for a little bit. They 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 made that switch to Wentz at the end of the season, which didn't pay off. Um, but I mean, you've got a, a, a supreme defense. You've got John Dotson over there that had a, a phenomenal season. You got uh, Brian Robinson running the rock, who and, is, and no Dan Snyder up in the in the and, owners' right. Box. Exactly, things are looking up for Washington, and uh, you know we'll see what happens uh, with that. But uh, let's move on to the other releases. We've got. Um, MVP hockey. I mean, hockey has been by far. I mean, I think for us, demand wise, it's been baseball because the season's going on, and then probably football, basketball, and hockey. If I could rank it, like it'd be like the 18th sport right now. If like there was 17 other sports to put in front of it, it would happen because what Upper Deck has done, and I don't know why, is with the three releases coming out, it's just been tough. Everybody wants Bedard. Um, MVP is going to have Bedard apparently, so uh, it is their uh, tops big league equivalent. Um, if you had to compare it in releases to baseball, um, do we think there's going to be any buzz on MVP hockey? I think just because of the chance to get, and there'll be like the scratch off redemptions Ooh. of is, those. What, yeah. So I, I, this is a serious question. Yeah. What year is MVP hockey? This is I, a no, 23, I, 24 product. Is it, is it 23, 24? This is a 23, 24 product. Oh my okay. God. Now, so they're clearly, I think their strategy, and they had a big display at the national. We we didn't talk about this when we talked about the national. Twenty two, the cup. Have we seen that yet? No. Okay, no, so, I think we've seen that, but not twenty two. No, 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 you're right. No, I, no it might have been twenty twenty one. No, it, it was. It, it was. It, no, no, no. It was twenty twenty one. Yeah. So we, we are what, we are two seasons I, about to I three. I think the and ah. in, in, to allude what Doug said with hockey being so far down in like the collectors' demand. I think solely is based on the fact that collectors are so confused with who they are collecting because we are so far behind on the release schedule that we have is it is it three years worth the product that we were having crossover at this point? The cup, that last cup 15. was the final twenty. Yeah, I know. Feels like. <laughs> it. I mean, I'm trying not to be McDavid like, rookie stuff still I'm coming not out. Trying right. to be that guy, but I'm just like. Somebody who like is in the industry and lives this stuff. We talk about products across all categories every single day. If you were to tell me right now what product that let's say credentials. Credentials hockey came out. I think that is a new release that came out. I saw an invoice for it. Didn't even know it was coming out. Saw an invoice. If you were to tell me who am I chasing in credentials hockey? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Well, if I don't know that. How are the average collectors 
Okay, don't here you go. That. I just went on uh, uh, friends of the show, Dave and Adams. You know, they've got a good uh, hockey, uh, uh, you know, pre-sale site. Uh, shout out to uh, Troy and and uh, Dave over there for having us on the show. You can check that out on the Chase. They are pre-selling twenty one twenty two Upper Deck Ultimate. Oh my god! <laughs> so twenty one twenty two. 2122 Upper Deck Ultimates. Yes. Also pre-selling 2122 Upper Deck Credentials, which you just mentioned. Yes. And pre-selling 2324 MVP. Yes. I we we Where just, are we going? We just yeah, so exactly that's right. perfect to the point that I'm trying to make. Somebody who lives and breathes this stuff and is in the industry, I don't know who I'm chasing in any given release now. How do we how do we sell it? If we don't know. 2122 20, yeah. Premier is up there as well. So, and Stature. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, Skybox Metal 2223. I just Parker's 2223. And, and, and we, the obvious is that, like, obviously there is an issue with production. But I think at this point. And C-Rad is back. He's I, back on the show. I think at this point, <laughs> it may be in Upper Deck's, like, best interest to probably sell the company cut 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 out cut out some releases like do whatever you got to do to try to get on a path where the consumer knows what we're looking to chase there is an opportunity for upper deck here with connor bernard and i was mentioning uh i didn't get to say that on at the national their booth connor bernard you could get connor bernard cards it's time. He's the guy. He's the biggest chase hockey collectors have His had name's Connor. since since uh, you know exactly I mean, since another Connor. Uh, it's, it's the biggest <laughs> chase they've had since McDavid. Yeah. And I sure his first name is Connor. Whose first name is Connor? I actually am pretty and, sure if your name's not Connor, I'm going to be a star. And don't even try Wayne. Don't, don't even try and playing Wayne, hockey. And Wayne. Uh, uh, did you guys already make the joke that they, sh- they should just skip all years and just go straight? I mean, to I don't even there. think it's a joke anymore. No, we. I think I, they I, actually have a, to. We just had a, a segment where we were like, I'm. I'm like, I'm confused of who we're chasing. I. I genuinely think they kind of have to consolidate here and get to 23, 24, or else they're going to be left in the dust. Why would anyone? Imagine this year. Imagine up. if we had to chase Bryce Young in 2026. That's insane. But the way, the path we are on right now, and this is ridiculous. We are a minimum of three years away from seeing the cup that has Connor Bedard in it. That's if why we, they if need we are to just on consolidate. This path, like Connor, he may, he may have two Stanley Cup victories. Or his career could be over. I mean, it could be. We or, don't or know. We could, or we could look back and go, Connor Bedard. The it like reminds me a lot of Neil Yakupov. All right. Well, let's like we got C Rad back. Neil Yakupov. We got right C Rad back. Fantastic. I know. I know. It's not in the Oilers. Uh, Arch Manning. Do you guys know which? I I know, but do you guys know which kid he is? Uh, that would be uh, uh, the 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 Manning that the Manning didn't make the NFL. The yes, yeah. Cooper. 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 I was like Colton. So, Colton. So Cooper. Colton Cooper Manning. Colton Manning. Colton sounds like a Manning name. It does. There's de- you gotta be. What's the over under on there? There's a, definitely a Colton Manning somewhere, right? Great Absolutely. name. Great name. It would be perfect. It sounds like a football baller. Yeah. Baller. But I, I know Cooper. I know Eli and Peyton have said that. Their brother was the most ath- most athletic out of the th- athletic. three of them, you he know. But he had he had a, 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 a disc problem in his back that was that's why he didn't play. Um, also, the tallest. Um, but you know what made headlines is obviously Panini signed uh, an NIL deal with Arch Manning, created this awesome 2012 throwback design of Arch Man Arch Manning going to Texas, which I believe he hasn't even played a collegiate game yet. Correct? Am I, he is am not, I correct? Not okay. yet. So he's like 16, 17, maybe 18. No, I think, not 16, but like 18, I 19. Think, I think he's Gonna, I think he is going to be – I don't know if he's going to be playing this year in college, but I think he's going to be eligible, right? Is he playing this year in college? He, he, this will be his freshman year this year, yes. So he will be – Don't playing. know if he'll be starting. 18 years old. Uh, he is six foot four, so he's got the right size for a quarterback. Born in 05. Born in – yeah, crazy. Oh, oh, yeah, God yeah. dang it, old. What were you uh, doing? Super old. Uh, $100,000 went to charity – Outsold any Peyton Manning rookie contenders auto that's ever been sold. Uh, I of mean, course. what are, what is our thoughts? I mean, this is like 
like the biggest NIL card of all time, right? Yes. So far, as as it stands today, hundred percent. He's named after his grandfather, correct? Yes, Archibald. Archie. Archibald. Archie, who, who actually didn't have a great career, is Archie a Hall of Famer? Archie, no, good he's career. not. Good career, good, good career, good, good, good bad career, team. not bad, a Hall of Famer. Historically bad team. Yeah, good career, not a Hall of Famer. I think he was all of very good. Saints were getting whipped around by the Niners for like yeah, every, they were bad every, team. every game. They were very bad team. Probably uh, the Rams too. They were the getting whipped around by pretty much every. I was going to say that that might be a little too early. Actually, they were getting whipped around by the Cowboys and the Steelers. Probably. Well, that was when the Niners had the Falcons, the Saints in the division. The Niners, Rams, Saints, right. Falcons, right? right. And, so. and don't forget the Carolina Panthers. When when they came in. Yeah. yeah, when, they came, when in, they came in, I don't understand who did that alignment for the NFL, but they're like, bizarre. Carolina, NFC West. Why Why was <laughs> Atlanta in the West in two different sports for a long time? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. makes somebody, zero somebody sense. Somebody not look at a map? Yeah. Nah. Carolina. And then, and then the Rams moved to St. Louis, and they're like, NFC like, West, oh, St. Louis. Whoops. Yeah. Can, huh? Now, now can this better. card can this card ever go up? I mean, obviously it becomes a great pro or – Gets drafted in four years. I don't know how long it's going to take him. So he say he comes in the twenty twenty eight rookie class, and and he has his actual first black prism auto. Assuming, well, well, Panini's around by then, but uh, hopefully they are. We hope so. I mean, is that they're going to be around? But yeah. they're not going to have the. They're not going to be able to put <coughs> autographs of him out. Probably. So this could be. The oh, only I mean, they will. This could be theoretically could be the only prism auto of Arch Manning. I right? was going to say, is that part of the no, math here? No, 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 that, no. You no, think that's he, the only one? The, we'll still have autos because it's an exclusive autograph deal. Right. So they might but have they prism just They won't be able to put him in a pro uniform right, with an autograph. Right, let's elephant in the room here. You got $100,000 burning a hole in your pocket. <laughs> is this the card you're buying? No. No, I mean, it was hell charity, no. So. Okay, okay, okay. So probably, let, let's just say. If it's not charity, do you let, think it goes Let's just say, like, if it's not charity. Then, then what do you think the card goes for? Half that. Fifty. So you have fifty thousand dollars burning a hole in your pocket, Cody. And Half you're just that. like, you're all, I, I'm you're not all, saying I'm buying it. Yeah, but you're you're like, if somebody's like, hey, I spent fifty k on this, you're like, yeah, I can see that. I mean, we haven't had. I mean, okay, what if his name isn't Manny? Then it then a, a, <laughs> then a, not even a quarter. Doesn't of even that. matter. I mean, this is. What if it's Arch Arch? It, it sells for two <laughs> bucks. <laughs> um, but this is, I mean, I don't, I don't want to compare it to this, but I'm going to go down this route. If you're thinking of, like, a thoroughbred horse and you've had that bloodline, right, of, uh, of, you know, who's the secretariat, right? Remember how everybody would be going for that secretariat's next kin? I mean, this guy, there's nobody in sports that has a bloodline like this, right? Wait, no. There's what, nobody. What year no. horse racing is that? Was that like, like, <laughs> it's the 40s, 30s, did they, 40s. they made a movie, I think it was like based in the 1920s. Well, Seabiscuit? Seabiscuit, Seabiscuit. sure, yeah. 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 But, but you know, Toby those Lugard, guys would command, a, the, the, the horse, the spawn, would have uh, command a premium. You mean the stud? Stud. <laughs> I, be, I believe. I'm, try, I'm, I believe, try, I'm I believe, not trying to go too I mean, look. If we're talking about horses, I think they're called studs. Okay, I, I, I have it. I have always thought Peyton kind of resembles uh, the, the Bronco uh, logo he once he once wore on his helmet, but uh, I digress. We can move. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, nah, my my guy Peyton's a looker, man. That's a, look. I love Peyton. I'm not hey. saying that's a bad thing. I'm just telling you. Yeah, yeah. But I don't yeah. think anybody has had, you know, a grandfather that's you know had a, a storied career, a uh, two uncles that are two time Super Bowl winners each, four Super Bowls in between them. Legendary. One, one, one probably in the top five of all time. Uh, the other, his, his uncle Eli, probably in the top 25 of all time. I don't think you can go across any sport and you have that kind of lineage. You don't think this can hurt his career? I think it's. Oh, I, it will. I think actually, will. I think, I think the, more, the, the more accolades that his family has makes it harder for him to be a good pro. How many kids on the defensive side, let's say the number one defensive recruit, nobody can name who that is. We can all name Arch Manning. No one can name who's the number one defensive recruit going in college football. How badly does that guy want to knock this guy? To the ground. Who is it? As many times. I don't know what is it. That's what. That's my point. Nobody knows who that is, but we all know Arch Manning, well, and you know a, that's all the incentive I, that guy right, needs oh, to knock John, on the ground. It's Johnny Two Tall Jones, right? Right. You know. Yeah. Sure. Let's or go that. or uh, uh, who else? Uh, you know. Uh, I don't know. Kevin Green. I third. mean, if you look at it from the perspective of going back to the bloodline thing, you could say that like. <laughs> It's one of the safer investments you can make based on what his family has done. Right. There's. I mean, you look at like Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. Barrett, Bobby, well, I mean, there's not because, because, well, Bob, Bob Greasy, Brian Greasy. Well, no. Be, no. Be, because, <laughs> <laughs> because, because no, I mean, success. I, no, but I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be like 
Downer Dan, but I'm like, it could be. It could also be detrimental. Yeah, you're right. He could be the Brian Greasy of the Manning family. I mean, he could be. He could be. But my point is, like, also, we're investing in kids that don't have any ties to anybody, right? Like, and they're spending, and people are spending millions of dollars on these other kids. You guys, why not? Why not? Why not invest in a Manning? The next. You guys have seen the movie How High? He's like, my granddaddy was a pimp. My daddy was a pimp. That's what Arch Manning can do when he walks around. His his daddy was a pimp, and his granddaddy was a pimp too. <laughs> so, just quoting the great movie with uh, Met, I, Method Man and Red Man. I just, yeah, yeah, I love that movie. I, and Mike Epps. I think he has uh, he has big shoes to fill. He does. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be tough. I'm I'm rooting for him. I mean, look, there's only been one real one Hall of Fame Manning, so that's a lot very big shoes to fill. Yep. E- Eli is going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> So for this last, I mean, time, are we we'll going to uh, Eli? And no, he will. He will. Russell Wilson's going. Eli's going. Well, Eli has two Super Bowls, so he's yeah. going. If he did, if, the and only, guess what? If he had none, he, no, not a chance. And more importantly, he beat, he beat Brady twice. But more there's important. no doubt he's the only that, one to do that, right? But, but there's also no doubt that Peyton's, Eagles Peyton, twice, Peyton's the best man. Uh, yeah, it's not even cool. But not two even different close. quarterbacks. Not even, yeah. like, Peyton, I, Peyton is literally on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. I want that argument. I want. I want somebody to be like, yeah, I actually think Eli's better. Mm. Is Patrick Mahomes on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks? There's people that think Eli's better. He's starting to etch his head. They're starting to chisel yeah, you can't it be in. a Giants fan. <laughs> all right. Well, this next segment, all I got to say is congratulations to the person that sold a Magic the Gathering card for $2 million to Post Malone. It was reported at 2.6. But, yes, it was retracted. I guess Post Malone was on a podcast today that said it was $2 million. So uh, Collectibles Guru did revoke uh, that $2.6 million. And said it was $2 million. I know when this card came out, it was Cassius Marsh that uh, came out and put a $500,000 bounty on it. And then DA Cardwell came out and put a million-dollar bounty on it. Um, I don't think those went to any of those companies, obviously. And I think the gentleman that's holding the card Post, was the one that Posty sold it. Posty doubled up, huh? Posty doubled up. I want to ask you guys before we get into this. This is all courtesy of uh, also courtesy of uh, Collectibles Guru. Um, most expensive card by category. Mm. Um, so, you know, you have, you know. I can't play this game. You have our, you have baseball, Pokemon, WWE, UFC. Where does this rank, and what sport do you think it's higher than? Without looking at the data, um, this is um, this is higher than everything except baseball. I feel mm-hmm. like baseball and basketball. No, yeah. Well, now yeah. that it's a two, then yeah, I think yeah, baseball. Two point six. I'm talking about most expensive card of all time. In oh, right, 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 right. In this category. In the category, like obviously baseball, twelve point six million dollar mantle. Right. That's number one. Yeah. Right. Um, but where do you guys go from there? Is it? Uh, Let's just do it. Let's trust your I knowledge. I top five. You're close. Uh, do you think hockey is higher than it? No. No. It yes. is. Really? Gretzky. Yep. yep. $3.75 million Gretzky. Do you think soccer is higher than it? Yes. No. No. Pele, though. No. You're right. Pele. Wow. Dan's on it. I saw the tweet. Oh. <laughs> Cheating. So like, I, no, no, I no, I actually I said I nobody's paying attention to me. I'm like, I can't play this game because I saw the three. Uh, okay. okay. So it's the sixth ranking category of all time. You had baseball, Pokemon with or a I'm five the guy in the room. Pokemon second though. <laughs> Pokemon second with a five point two million dollar Pikachu. Uh LeBron, five point two million dollars for basketball, football, four point three million dollar Mahomes, hockey, three point seven five million dollar Gretzky, and then now Magic with the one ring. The one card. that surprised me was the Pokemon. Yes. It was the, I, I, the one that Logan Paul wore, right? But Pikachu. I was like, I thought we we're all chasing Charizard. So it's Pikachu, but it's actually a trainer card, right? Yeah, there and, might only be one or two in the world. To, uh, it was given away at one of the first tournaments in Japan, and, and it was it's so rare that, that that's the reason why it's so expensive. But it's funny. You actually have two ranking categories of famous people that have bought cards now. So, I mean, you know, I guess that's how it, how it works out is – Getting more famous people involved in cards because yeah. Posty is for that for him. That's chump change for sure. Uh, you know yeah. exactly. I'm surprised. Maybe he'll get a tattoo of that too. But uh, you know, one of one. I, I Tales of Middle card. Earth, the One Ring. That's that's crazy. Th- dude, so dude. I, I actually get so if you're a Magic the Gathering player, yeah, I'm assuming that guard that card's pretty good, right? When you're probably playing. like broken card, yeah, yeah. But it's the first set of that set, so it's almost like it was like a brand new. It's like they, and, and you know, this is like trying to cross it over to sports, but it's like. Uh, First year luminance or something like that. Was right? it? Isn't was it, it like, stamped? They, was it stamped one of one? It was, yeah, it is. And it was, and they never do and that. They, yeah, I was like, they I'm like, they do don't, that. they don't do that. They never like, do that. Could you imagine if like Pokemon started 
like stamping. They're, they're gonna edition. have to printing like ten billion cards a year, dude. Well, so this can't. is look at this guy. This is the guy holding the Char- card. Charizard, one of ten. This guy is shaking. Billion. This is shaking <laughs> yeah, before. Before he sent it into grading, this guy is shaking. Was he got a PSA nine, right? You got a nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would be shaking too, man. I want that card so bad, dude. He almost dropped it, dude. Can you Posty, imagine? what's up? <laughs> Why is he? Let me buy like a. Like let me buy like a fiftieth of, of it, bro. Right now, I, see a I door don't there. know. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, he almost dropped it there. I mean, could you imagine if he dropped it, kicked it, and it bent in half? Like God, probably wouldn't have uploaded. Magic, the photo. magic no, would probably, probably video. Magic would have probably made him another one. You think so? If he kicked it, I don't think so. No. no. Who do you contact? I mean, Who is this contact Mr. Magic? Yeah, Mr. The Gathering. I'll I'll, con- I'll contact Gandalf. <laughs> yeah. Is it still is it is it still Wizards of the Coast that that still makes Magic? Yes. Gathering, right, right, right. Yes. Yep. That that made the original Pokemon. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. The the original run of Pokemon. They were Wizards of the Coast. It was Watsy. I didn't yeah. know that. Like the first two series, I want to say, wow. two or three series. Yeah, uh, but I, I see Cody has here. Uh, is he is he is he as wise as Gandalf or a fool of a took? Which yeah, you that's, might from, that's, that that's to from me. my Middle Earth. That's from my Middle Earth people right there. Yeah, that's from no my LOTR fans. No idea. No. No, I mean, obviously Gandalf. We all know Gandalf, one of James the great, Wait, the great okay, wizard. Okay, when you say we all know, we all know him. Yes. We don't all know. <laughs> I mean, you've what? seen the movies, right? We saw the, the what? Movies. The what oh. movies? The Lord of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings. Some of the biggest movies of all time. Walk around a lot. Wait, 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 Dan, you've never seen any of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, I watched a few of them with my daughter, but they not were probably enough. walking around somewhere, right? Yes, they walked they're not, a lot. They're not, they're not really walking in the movie. Actually, Gandalf no, is there's a, little, a lot of walking. Gandalf is a little, lot of walking. That's 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 a that's a that's a theory that's come up by is, people. Who is have Gandalf like the my precious? No, that's no, Gollum. That's Gollum. No, oh, I'm yeah. thinking of too. Man, that's Gollum. Who is Gollum? Who used to be a Hobbit, but then uh, the ring was, turned the him ring, into that creature. Correct. The, the ring, the power of the ring, it corrupts you. Exactly, corrupts you. That and, ring yeah. right there. That ring yeah. right there corrupts you. So, are you, you telling me Post Malone's gonna? Right, of course, now, yeah. One ring to Malone already kind of looks like Gollum. Right, so. one ring to find them. One ring, you know, run, you know, all that to bind them. Blah blah. We all know. You, again, we all know. No, this. we don't all know, but yes. <laughs> What's that? There's like a Post Malone meme going around. He's like, that's really nice or something like that. Where yeah, he's like, like you know, they use that a lot. Well, on that note, thank you guys for listening to episode 299 next week. Man, we wow. don't even, we're so excited to bring you guys episode 300. We've got lots of stuff in store for you guys. Uh, Can't we're gonna believe do some it. Giveaways. We're going to do some surprises. We're here. Uh, it's going to be insane. And we do apologize for not having a lot of content at the National. It was crazy out there. So I know we get we took kind of a week off, but we made up for you. We gave you a, a Monday podcast with uh, uh, with the guys from Sports Card Nonsense, which we had a great time I, with. I think in supplement of the fact of that we didn't have a lot of podcast content this year for National. If you if you check out our socials, we po- we did a, we put a lot of content out tons. there on socials. We did. Yeah, tons we did. Uh, shout out to Gary and Cody for getting that stuff done. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys on the next show. But make sure you guys download the Fanatics app. Fanatics app. Get on there. Join in. NT Week is next week, right before. Uh, right when when our podcasts come out, so it's good timing. And uh, follow us, Mojo Break underscore com on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll see you then. Three hundred.